Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Here's Michael at the foul line. A shot on Elo. Good! The Bulls win it! They win it! Pippen runs down the lane. Dumps it out the horse. Packs it for three! Yeah! yeah! Rose crosses over the fadeaway. Got it! Let me step back and kiss myself! Oh my gosh, it's over! Windy City Assassin does it again! Well, we're recording this on Groundhog Day, and I feel like I'm living in Groundhog Day with this Bulls team. They blew another lead. I feel like you've heard that before this year, right? Well, four times in the last month, actually, according to one stat. We've got a week until the trade deadline as well, so we have a lot to dive into on today's episode of Believe in Bulls here on the Believe Network, presented by BetOnline.ag. I'm your host, Nick Schultz, alongside my partner, former Bull and former Bulls benchmark member, I should say, and Tennessee Vol C.J. Watson. C.J., we got a huge week coming up here. It's still quiet on the trade front you can't keep blowing leads and expect this thing to stay together. Right. Yeah. Something's got to happen. They got to not blow it up, but you got to make some changes. You got to get some more people in there switch some things up, but it's going to be interesting to see what happens. You know, I feel like the blow it up crowd is kind of quiet just because again, the draft situation doesn't allow for that, but there are still some moves being thrown around, including one of the bulls biggest names. I'm going to tell you who that is. After I tell you about our great sponsor, betonline.ag betonline remains your number one source for all your sports betting needs this season. Everything from NFL playoffs to pro and college basketball, UFC, MMA, and more. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at BetOnline. With live betting options, free contests, and live scores for almost any sport or game imaginable, BetOnline is truly the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite leagues and events. Don't forget the big game is coming up in a couple weeks. Philadelphia and Kansas City should be a great one. All the stuff you need at BetOnline, what are you waiting for? Head to the website today or use your mobile device to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use our promo code BELIEVE to receive your rewards. That's B-L-E-A-V. Get that 50% bonus at Bet Online. It's where the game starts. And don't forget, we have an official shop of the network, official t-shirt of our show, Jordan Pippen 98, The Last Dance, exclusively at shop.believe.com. There's a lot of great stuff, including the sweatshirt that I'm wearing today. I definitely plan that. I'm not going to pick something <laughs> up randomly, but I'm wearing the shirt that you can get at the Believe Shop, shop.believe.com. The official shirt of our program is Jordan Pippen 98, but there's stuff to support all the shows on the network, and there's a rapidly growing list of shows coming to the network. All right, let's quit beating around the bush here. The Bulls once again blew a big lead. They were up by 21 on the LA Clippers, who had Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, and they still lost the game. 108-103, the final score. DeMar DeRozan, eight turnovers, a career high. More than, more than 1,000 career games. It's the first time he's turned the ball over eight times. That was a bad day. For him to have a bad day, man, that can't happen this close to the trade deadline. Yeah, it can't happen. It just shows you know something's gonna happen. Some trades, some chemistry issues, maybe with this this roster. Um, so hopefully they can make a couple of changes. But you can't keep blowing big leads like this. If you want to be a playoff team and contend and contend for championships, you, when you get leads like that, you got to close out the deal. Look, blown leads happen. I mean, that's just yeah. the name of the game. You're gonna some teams are gonna get hot. You're gonna you're gonna get cold. It can't happen four times in a month. This is from Kevin Anderson, Bulldog over at NBC Sports Chicago. He leads the Bulls coverage over there. The Bulls blew leads of 21 points, 21 points, 19 points, and 16 points in the month of January alone. That's not good. No, no, not at all. Like I said, I don't know if that's with the coaching or the players or 
whatever the case may be, but you have double digit leads, you can't you can't lose those leads. That just shows that, like I said, there's chemistry issues or there's trust issues, something. But uh, those leads can be blown, and especially like I said, if you want to be a playoff team and contend for championships. You know, they talked about continuity the front office did in the offseason. One of the key pieces of that was Zach Levine. Well, his name is coming up in trade rumors a little louder here. Again, we're a week out as we're recording this. Trade deadline's coming up February 9th. Apparently, according to Yahoo's Jake Fisher, four teams, the Heat, the Lakers, the Knicks, and the Mavericks are interested in Zach. I feel like these calls, these are going to get a little louder here over the next few days, especially if these trends keep up. Yeah, I think so, especially if we keep losing. Uh, and you see, like I said, I think he's one of the biggest pieces out there where you can get the most back. And, uh, and teams want Zach. Teams want a player like him, explosive, uh, can shoot it, can uh, score high efficiency. efficiency. <laughs> Easy for you to but, say. Uh, yeah, tongue twister. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, like I said, I think he's uh, definitely one of those players you got to watch out for, and it's going to be a lot more rumors coming out uh, as the trade line gets, gets near. Well, and you've got teams, these teams are all lining up to try and make a run at the playoffs. And yeah. Zach's skill set, the catch-and-shoot three, is the ability to get to the rim and throw down the dunks. And yes, the defense is a liability. We have talked about that ad nauseum on this show. He has his games where he shows he can play defense, but then he has games where he makes a lot of business decisions. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> I still think I agree with you, though. He's a really good trade piece for this team. And to me, he's the type of guy, and I might be reaching here as just, you know, I'm being too much of a fan. He's the type of guy you can get a first round pick for. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think that, that definitely has to happen. Uh, no team's going to want to get that back or without getting a first round pick uh, in return. So I think he's uh, definitely up there. And like I said, he has the most upside. I feel like he's still young, still has uh, maybe some knee issues here and there. But I think over time, those will get fixed and he, he can be the player that people think he can be. Yeah. To me, if you're trading a max player, you need a first rounder, especially when you don't have one right now. The yeah. one would convey to the Magic because the Bulls have the seventh. Uh, seventh best odds in the lottery. I guess you can say they have the seventh highest odds to get the number one pick. Portland is the 12th right now. They have to be top 15 to be, have that pick go to the bulls. So right. if you're a bulls fan, you're a big blazers fan too. Cause you need sure, Portland yeah. to win, win, win. So you can get that first round pick Yeah. So right now you sit without one. Well, you can't plan on Portland to win all these games. You go get a first round pick. And if it means trading Zach, mm -hmm. go get a good return for him, I guess. Yeah, I think so. And he, he takes a lot of money off the books also. And like I said, that gives you some uh, space to, if you want to re-sign Vooch uh, in the offseason and maybe uh, work something out with DeMar. Like I said, who knows uh, what what's, what they're thinking in the front office, but uh, trading that gives you some flexibility in that area too. Now, I don't know what players on these teams are on the open market. I mean, we heard about the rumors with LeBron or the trade proposals with LeBron, but the <laughs> Lakers aren't, they're not trading LeBron, especially when he's this close to the, to the right. scoring record and you know, all that. The Knicks might have some interesting pieces. Dallas, I mean, you, you could get Luka, but you're not going to get Luka. He's not, they're, they're not going to free Luka. He's staying in Dallas, I think. Right. So as far as like those specific teams, I don't have a name for you, but these rumors, they're, they're getting louder and louder because the record right now is 23 and 27. The Bulls are currently tied for the 10 seed, that they would be the 11 seed with the tiebreakers, if I'm understanding this right. So you're on the outside looking in again. Don't think you're going to win all these games. You got to prepare for the worst and hope for the best, right? As a GM, yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. You got to, you know, like I said, just try to make a trade that can make your team better. Uh, that's that means savaging the second half of this season to be better next year and, and really contend for playoffs and, and playoff position. And you got to do it. You got to do what's best for the for the organization. Big picture. That's always my big thing. Is the big yeah. picture. And in the big picture right now, things look bleak. And you know, Casey Johnson, NBC Sports Chicago, is reporting that. 
there won't be any quote unquote major shakeups at the deadline. So major shakeups. Mm-hmm. So I'm a big How I Met Your Mother fan. It's kind of a habit. So with with that in mind, if they stay quiet, what does that say about the front office? Because this thing's clearly not working, as we've talked about over and over and over. Yeah, I don't I don't know what this says. Maybe they're more patient than us. Uh, maybe they see something we don't see. Um, but uh, or maybe they think this roster can still contend and and really figure it out and find that chemistry uh, that they've been hoping for the whole year. But like I said, if they don't make any moves, it's going to be shocking to me. Well, they'd have a lot more patience than I do because I would right. not make a good GM because I have no patience. My patience, it, it's razor thin, right. the amount of patience I have. And I mean, yeah, I've, again, I, I don't want to, I've not talked about blowing this thing up. We kind of talked about it in frustration at the Timberwolves game when you allow 150 freaking points to the Minnesota Timberwolves. Like right. the reality is that's not the smart way to go. I know the fans yeah, yeah. want it. The fans want to see this thing torn down. But now if they had two first rounders, if they had one coming, yeah, you blow it up and try to get them both in the lottery, that type of deal. You can't do that with your current situation. You backed yourselves into a corner. That's the reality. Yeah, yeah. You gotta, like I said, do us do us best. What's what's best for the organization in the future? Um, and try to salvage this season. But if you can't, you just just try to make up for the next season and, and try to do what do what's best. And without giving up a whole bunch of assets and, and salary cap. You know, a big part of the future. I mean, I think he's a big part of the future. At least he hasn't been this year. Is Lonzo Ball? He has not played in thirteen months now because we're coming up on month number thirteen since Lonzo has been on the court. The Sun-Times reported the Bulls don't know why he's still having pain in that knee, but then I this had to have been 24, 48 hours later. Here's a name everybody likes. LeVar Ball went on the Gimme the Hot Sauce podcast with Stacey King and Mark Chanowski, and he provided an update on Lonzo. And, you know, LeVar is known to say things, right. is how I'm going to put it. Here's the full quote. Lonzo's going to be fine. He's only 25 years old. He's going to get his stuff together. He actually did say stuff. And he's going to be ready to play and do his thing again. He had some debris in the nerve. That's why he couldn't get nothing done. But all that's done now. So now it's about getting your strength back and then getting your endurance. So right. there's debris in the nerve. That that sounds painful. That could be yeah. the source of the problem. But again, I'm that's that's from LeVar Ball. Do with that what you will. But what do you make <laughs> of these updates on Lonzo? He's, he's not coming back this year. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's what I figured, you know, from the beginning of the season. I, I didn't think it, it would look pretty, uh, pretty hopeful for him to come back. But, you know, when LeVar Ball, when LeVar Bar speaks, you know, you uh, you listen. And uh, I don't know what debris in your nerve is, but I'm sure it sounds painful. Uh, I'm not a doctor. <laughs> but uh, like I said, I, I think he's I think he will be fine over time. You just got to get his strength back, uh, get, get back in shape, get back, get his confidence back mainly. And then just get back on the court and doing things. Now, I would like to be clear. LeVar Ball has an open invitation to come on this podcast. I mean, yeah, I please, would, please, he would LeVar. be a very fun interview yes, that, to have on dope. the podcast. Yeah, that'd so be he, dope. We need if, him on here. <laughs> if, he, if he's here in this somehow, he has an open invitation to come on. And right. he can talk about whatever he wants. But, right. <laughs> you know, the updates on Lonzo here. So, like, I mean, I'm resolved with the fact that Lonzo's not coming back this year. You heard me. I backed off of that. It took me, I think that took me a month to be like, okay, yeah. that's not happening. Like, yeah. you've got a plan for that. So, now, we talk about the trade deadline in a week. Let's go even farther ahead. Let's go to the offseason. With Lonzo's status up in the air, what does the front office have to do this offseason? Let's just say it's up in the air. We don't know anything yet. Um, I think they really got to just see and see and watch him work out, um, you know, really keep an eye on him, uh, keep a track of his progress so far. And from now until the end of the season, just to see what options they uh, they can go into, because if he's not progressing by March and April, uh, still not doing running and all that kind of stuff, then maybe you go – try and trade him or find another point guard. I mean, if you can trade him and get something, yeah, why not? I mean, right. if, you, 
it get you more production than you've gotten out of him this year. It's just, I mean, that sounds right. bad, but that's the reality of the situation is he's, yeah. he's not doing anything right now. So, yeah. I mean, I'd be fine with you can get a trade partner. I just don't see it happening anytime soon. Yeah, this is a what have you done for me lately type of league, you know, and uh, that's the kind of business we live in. Uh, so you got to go, go out there and produce or your job's going to be gone. So you got to go find someone that's going to help your team get better. And, uh, you know, I think they got to do that for now and for the in the future. Well, and I would counter that with you've got to get someone who can do what he does because the way Lonzo played with this team, they were the number one seed in the Eastern Conference. Right. The reason they're under 500 without him, and I think they're like, what, 13 games over 500 with him? Like, mm-hmm. he's he's that good at his job, and that's coming from someone yeah. who didn't want him. When he went <laughs> in the draft out of UCLA, I wanted to stay away from because he had that wacky little shot yeah. of his where he shot it from over here, whatever. I wanted nothing to do with him. His yeah. game has evolved so much. That's what makes it so hard. He's so coachable. And yeah. he's such a good piece to this team. But again, it's what have you done for me lately? And there's nothing there. Yeah, you can't deny what he brings to this team, uh, you know, offensive and de- defensively. So I think uh, he's one of the best two-way players that, that's uh, that's in the league right now. So he's definitely controls the team. And he's a point guard and a point guard. That's what you want. Uh, a guy who doesn't look to shoot first, but a guy that looks to get other shots. So I think any, any player would want him on his team. And I think we can pretty much agree the continuity thing hasn't worked this year, right? Yeah, not, not so much, yeah. <laughs> so, like, you've got, you got Lonzo getting hurt. You've got Zach being up and down and in trade rumors, which when you're number one, when your top paid player is in trade rumors so right. soon after a new contract, that's not good. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And this is not from some guy on Twitter claiming to have sources in the sources. Hey, trust me. No, this is Jake right. Fisher at Yahoo. Like right. I mean, he's, he's dialed in. He started a bleacher report. He was very good. And he, he moved to Yahoo and there are teams interested in Zach. And, you know, you've got DeMar having his, the worst game of his career could not become at a worse time. In my opinion, yeah. like with the deadline, you got Booch on the expiring contract, something we've said it before, but this something is seriously wrong and you have a chance to fix it here in the next week. Yeah. And I think they have to, they got to make some changes and because it's obviously not working. They thought it would work, but obviously, you know, uh, guys maybe are not buying into the to the system and to the teammates. And so you got to make a change. You got to make a change now. And when I say you have a chance to fix it the next week, I mean, fix it long term. I don't mean fix right. it to this season. You're going to pull a Celtics and go from play in to the finals like you're right. That, that's not what this team's going to do. You know, yeah, if I mean, they do use this clip, I'll be on freezing cold takes. Yeah. I don't care. I'll be fine being wrong mm-hmm. with that. Right. But it's the it's I'm a realist. You're not going to yeah, do yeah. that. You can't bank on that. No, you can't make on that. You got to try and fix it for the for the future. And, uh, you know, hopefully the changes that you do make will hopefully make this team better and make the chemistry better and hopefully, you know, the organization better. And this draft doesn't have your your Paolo Boncaros, your Jabari Smith. Yes, they've got Victor Wembanyama. Victor's yeah. going to go number one. After that, you got Scoot Henderson's going to be number two. After that, who knows? Because Nick Smith at Arkansas has been, you know, up and down. He's kind of the guy I've latched on to as like the top yeah. college guy that I would look at. But Outside of that, with without a first round pick, you can't even talk about these young guys coming in. And one of the young guys you got on your roster, who I think is a key piece of the future, but he's been having a rough year, as I would assume. He's not going to the yeah. Rising Stars game, which surprised me. I thought for sure he'd be going to the Rising Stars game All Star weekend. Right. You've got a decision to make on his contract, but I mean, maybe I'm overreacting, but it seems like he's having a rough year this year. I think it's kind of up and down, like in normal, you know, second year players uh, have up and down years, and especially with guys being in and out of the lineup and him maybe not knowing his role fully and then some nights it changes. So I think it's just him you know, getting more experience and learning more about the NBA and trying to figure out his, his niche, uh, what he does best and trying to just stick to that. What do you think about his situation? You know, Lonzo going down, he's the starting point guard. Now he, 
He's not the starting point guard. He's coming off right. the bench. Like, and he's kind of been in and out of the starting lineup. Like, it's just a unique situation for a second-year guy, right? Yeah, like I said, it's a lot of emotions and feelings that go into it. Because, like I said, one one minute he's starting, then he's coming off the bench. So, I think uh, he's just got to he has to find his role uh, with this team or any other team, and and just like I said, just continue to improve and continue to work on his confidence. I think that's the main thing when with young players is they don't really they're not really confident in, in themselves and and what the role that they have on the team. You know, some conversations I've had with people, and I've I've mentioned him on the show before. Daryl Horowitz was I hosted the show with him up at Loyola. He's been he and I have texted a couple times. He's like, Io gets beat off the dribble a lot. He said he emailed Sam Smith, and Sam Smith said that too. He acknowledged that Io gets beat yeah. off the dribble, and you know, Daryl says he doesn't think Io brings a lot to this team. To that, I disagree. I think Io is a good enough yeah. shooter, but he hasn't been making those shots that he usually makes. But that's just the nature of the up and down season. <clears throat> but you've also I'm going to another reality of the situation. His contract's up because he was a second rounder, not a first rounder. So you got a yep. big decision to make. You, I mean, you got to keep him despite all this, though, right? Yeah, I think so. Unless you can get something better for him in the draft, who you think is better, or who can uh, like pan out better than him than he has uh, so far. Um, but yeah, I think he's you know he's pretty good. I think back to your comment. I don't know if anyone uh, in the NBA plays defense like that. They all get driven by in, in this day and age. <laughs> I think uh, I, I think he's definitely a capable defender. He can get better, uh, just like anyone else. But I think he's he's definitely uh, can be a great two way player eventually in his career. You're absolutely right. I, I think he's got the potential to be a really good two way player. And yeah. I just think he got thrown into the deep end of the pool because right. Lonzo got hurt and hasn't come back. And now I was the guy as a second year player. I mean, he was great at Illinois. I was a big fan of his when he was with yep. the fighting Illini. I mean, I've yeah, been spoken yep. about that. Like mm. I, he doesn't fit the quote unquote true point guard model right. in yeah. my opinion, but I, I still think he can be a, he can be like a good swingman type, like <clears> a point guard shooting guard type. He's just not your true point guard. I mean, yeah, yeah for assessment? sure. No, no, for that's a great assessment. I think he's definitely was thrown to the fire and that's not, that's not his role. He's more of a scorer slasher type player. And, I like him more off the ball. I like him pairing up with a, a better point guard, uh, someone who can really control a team and have him just go out there and score, and then and he can play defense. I think they're just not using him correctly on, in this team and his role. And it's a matter of is anyone being used correctly right now because right. you don't have a point guard there to control right. the operations. <laughs> right. Like, I mean, I go back to it. I mean, we talked about this before. You, you played the position. You know that you've got yeah. to have someone there directing the traffic. Yeah, it's hard, man. Like I said, even for me as a point guard, it took me a while to really learn the the game of the game and the speed of the NBA, and then also just learn not to really get look for my shot, but get everyone else open. So I think once you do that, uh, things start to become a little bit easier. But it all takes it's all about experience and someone teaching you and showing you the ropes, kind of. And I wish Lonzo was healthier to be on the court and like help show Io right. the ropes, like actually show him instead of just telling him yeah. in his ear. Like I think yeah. that could help too. And that's not to say other guys haven't. I think Goran right. Dragic is a great veteran leader. I think he can he can step into that true point guard role, but he's not a true point guard. I think he can yeah. do it well enough, but he's not what you need to get you over the hump. That's why if you can, in the next week, get a point guard. And I mean, I've thrown out a couple names, but I haven't thrown out a true point guard yet. I still don't have one just because I don't know who's available. It is so right. quiet out there. But if you can get yeah, yeah. someone, go get them. Yeah, I think so too. I think there's not really many true point guards in, in the NBA anymore, and they're all scorers. I feel like, but playing the point guard position, so uh, you know, um, long as you, long as you score the ball, you know, I think that's the name of the game now: score the ball, score the ball, score the ball, and play a little defense, and that, that's all it worth. All that matters. Don't give up 150 points to the Timberwolves, and don't blow a 21 point lead. That's the right, moral yeah. of the story. I mean, I'm. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going to keep harping on that because that's not good. We, we got right. here at AK during the offseason, all the expectations of the playoffs. Playoff teams don't do that. Do that, right, yeah. 
don't i mean i gotta i know these are these are blue light glasses so it like takes off the color and stuff like these are not rose colored glasses like right I mean, th- this team i mean they're i don't want to just go out and say they're bad because i think we've seen enough that they're a they can be a good team yeah, it's yeah. just too up and down yeah it's too up and down too much inconsistency and i think that's the biggest thing with this team uh, like i said they have the players they have the the roster on paper to to win games and get to the playoffs but it's just they're i don't know if it's just not they're not all buying in at the same point in the same time and like I said, I don't know what it is. I can't really put my finger on it yet. Well, and when you have a coach who's very hands-off and laissez-faire and Billy Donovan, like yeah. you've got to have guys step up as leaders, and it takes right. more than just Alex Caruso. Like yeah, yeah. Caruso is basically untouchable at the deadline unless someone actually gives you first two first-round picks for him. Yeah. Don't trade him. Like he's yeah. he's your coach on the floor. But right. you need more guys to step up in those leadership roles. And I think it's safe to say Zach hasn't done it. Like Zach yeah. has not done the job from that standpoint. You know, DeMar can, but when when he's having a bad game, you got to have someone else step up too. You got to have strength in numbers, and it goes back to roster makeup. I mean, maybe Mr. Fourth Quarter last year covered up too many flaws with this roster, and this is why we're in the position we're in. Yeah, and I think that, like you said, back to the leader point, there's really no uh, standout leader on this team. I mean, that might be the reason also, because DeMar uh, seems like, to me, a more of a quiet, uh, follow-me type of leader. Uh, Zach is still pretty young and uh, still trying to find his way, I feel like, and Pooch really, really isn't a leader, a great player and all, but not not a leader to tell guys what to do and where to go and all that kind of stuff. So I think that's what they're lacking also. Um, since your coach is not a raw, raw guy, you got to have one of those leaders on your on your team, and they don't really have one yet. Yeah, they need, like, someone who's going to step up when something happens on the floor and defend their guys. And, you know, I mean, I yeah. think Caruso is that I, – I think he's the best one you've got. But, right. yeah, coming off the bench is great because then you get him – He's off the bench. He comes in the game, sees the game unfold. I'm a I'm a big fan of that. I've said that before. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. you need you need more, and that I mean that could be the biggest thing they look for at the deadline too. In addition to, I, you need a backup point guard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> from for a sure, basketball yeah. standpoint, you need a backup point guard, but you need leaders too. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. You need the leaders. You need guys who are who they're going to listen to, who can tell them what to do, and have done it before, and and can still do it now. I think a big thing with uh, this today's generation is. Uh, they have guys who, uh, who tell them what to do, but not, they're not showing them also. So I think they they want guys who can tell them what to do, but also do it on the court uh, with them. I think you're absolutely right. And I, that's why I like the additions of Dragic and Drummond in the offseason, but I was disappointed that that's all they right. added in the offseason. Like you needed yeah. to do more. Right. And I, I still think DeMar in the fourth quarter last year covered up a lot because he was automatic in the fourth yeah. quarter this year, not as much. So yeah, yeah. You, that winning cures a lot. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. About. Yeah, 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 for sure. And tomorrow's getting older, you know, uh, age is follow time, never loses. So uh, maybe it's t- it took a toll on his body last year, just closing all those games and playing big minutes and making all those big shots. Yeah, I mean, that could very well be it. I mean, he, we said he's over a thousand games now and yeah. first time in his career, he's had eight turnovers in a game. And I mean, he, yes, he got fouled in the fourth quarter. The NBA acknowledged that in the ill-fated last two minute report, which we've heard right. so much this year. But right. I mean, he he was talking about it, and would would that have made the difference in that game? I'm not there. I I can't say that. I mean, you don't know how that game's going to go with Kawhi and PG. But you know, the other thing from this goes back to the leadership too. I think quit whining about calls and just play the right. game, please. Yeah, yeah, just play and get it done. Leave the rest alone, like Tibbs would always say. Just leave the rest alone. Let me let me talk to the rest. Let me get texts. Uh, save your money. <laughs> yes. uh, and just just go out there and play. You know, and let the game. You know. Uh, how in how it ends like the, i mean the main culprit of that is zach i'm just gonna throw i'm throwing him under the bus because every game he's there's he's always talking to the refs like no get get back on defense so yeah, they yeah. missed a call like it's not as bad right. as the, the call on lebron 
Yeah, but yeah seriously. Yeah. It, it, they're not, they're not that bad. Like it's ticky tack calls. They're not going to see all that. Get back on defense and let, let Billy get in their ear. Like, I mean, right, yeah. it goes, it's, it's exactly what you said. Let, let the coach do the talking, go, go play defense. I know they don't play much defense anymore. <laughs> quit, quit talking to the refs. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Just leave the refs alone. Like they said, the refs are not going to change the calls. Um, they're not going to change their stance. Uh, they're just going to be who they are. They're human. They make mistakes at the end of the day, but you still got to go out there and play. Just put the onus on the rush. Just drive hard to the basket and stop settling for jumpers. I think that's what they do a lot is settle for a lot of jumpers. Yeah, I pretty much resolved to the fact that Zach's just going to keep chucking up threes and shooting yeah, jumpers. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm, I, I don't want to be used to that, but I am. Like, it's right. just, and that's why the trade market is so interesting with him. And I, again, we're a week out here. There's, I feel like it is still so quiet. And that's something that Jake wrote in his story is it is really quiet right now you're not hearing yeah. a lot of scuttle i think yeah since we're not hearing a lot of stuff i think it's going to be some big trades uh coming down uh um so i think I'm, I'm just waiting to see what happens who goes where uh what teams try to get better try to really compete for that championship and uh it's gonna be interesting yeah i feel like i'm on the edge of my seat waiting for something to happen like give me yeah, yeah. give me something just throw, throw me a bone like i mean right. i want, I want mm-hmm. something here but something else we're waiting on quickly before we mm-hmm. wrap up here is uh, we talked about LeBron James earlier closing in on the scoring record as we record this, and they the Lakers play the Pacers tonight, Thursday night. He's 89 points away from breaking Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's scoring record. I mean, what what an achievement that is! But just right, your yeah. thoughts and reaction to him closing in on this? Uh, that's crazy, man. I'm sure uh, to him it's even crazier, and for him uh, to be uh, closing on this on this uh, this honor is just uh, crazy in itself because he was never viewed as a scorer. He was more of a passer, a Magic Johnson type, but to be able to score this many points and and play this long just shows how durable he is, uh, just how he takes care of his body and how smart he is, you know, and how easy he can score and how, and dominate the game of basketball. And it's amazing, too, looking at Kareem's game. Like, I, I love that old school basketball. Like, yeah. Kareem with, with the sky hook, and he made one three. So say, career, yeah, it's even way. more pressure that he has that many points in one three. <laughs> yeah, <It's> crazy. <laughs> yeah, like watching how the game has changed since Kareem played. Now LeBron closing in on the record. Like it's just, it is crazy. Like I'm, I, I'm, I'm happy for him, but yeah, I mean, yeah. it's still just you, you got to acknowledge the greatness and the longevity too. Right. Yeah. 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 It's crazy. Yeah. So it's gonna be fun to see. Uh, you know, see it happen. I think he's gonna do it at home. Uh, I think he's gonna save the points for home and do it from hopefully his, you know, his family and the, the Laker fans and stuff like that. But it's going to be crazy just to watch and see. Yeah. I'm going to be, I'm definitely going to be tuned in. That's, that's history. I mean, that's the record yeah. that didn't, you, you didn't think was going to be broken soon, right, yeah. but yeah, yeah. It, it feels like it's taken a while, but in reality it's been, yeah. Kareem, man, what a player. I mean, he's one of my favorite players ever. Like, I mean, yeah, yeah. Michael's still the goat. I want to be perfectly clear here as we're talking about this. Michael's the goat. <laughs> You're not going to, it's Michael. To me, it's like, Michael Kareem and LeBron. I put LeBron number three because Kareem, I give, I say again, he made one three in his career. And he was so good, and we can save that conversation for another yeah, time. Yeah. I don't want to open that can of worms, right? Yeah, now. yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to get on that topic. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we, we were doing that. I was talking with my friends about that, and we got going, and we before we knew it, it was like a half hour conversation about. This. Oh yeah, we've got to sure, change yeah. the subject. It, it definitely <laughs> can be that way. Hours with my friends, it's like you know hours of that conversation because yes. it's always back and forth. They're putting up stats. They're going to Google, and it's crazy. Yeah, see, I usually I, I try to avoid Google and try to tell them like, no, it's how the game was played, and there's that right. whole whole layer to it, and yeah, yeah. it makes for some long discussions and many a beer. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. That's the best way to have those conversations. <laughs> but you know, some other conversations that are going to be happening this week are trade talks. We're going to be dialed in. We're going to do a show 
I'm still working out the logistics, but we're going to do a post-trade deadline show next week. Um, To be determined, we'll have more details for our first show next week. But if anything happens, keep it tuned in right here. I expect something. I don't know if it's going to be a big move, a little move, but I expect the Bulls to do something. Just don't – if they stand pat, I'm going to be very, very, very disappointed. Yeah, I don't want you to be disappointed, so I think they're going to make a move. (laughs) I don't want to be disappointed either. Right. I want, to, I want to come out here and be smiling and happy. Like, Hey, they got a first rounder. We can actually talk about the draft now instead of like, okay, they don't right. have a first round pick right now. So we can't talk draft. Like, you know, there's, I watch a lot of college basketball. There's a lot of good names out there. I want to talk yeah, yeah. about them and I want to talk about them going to the bulls and not anyone else. Like, right. That's, yeah, yeah. That's my favorite time of year to talk about basketball. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think they make a move, like I said, and hopefully uh, I don't know which one, which way they're going to go, but hopefully, you know, it'd be interesting to see what they do and, 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 and really get an explanation on why they did it, hopefully from the front office. Yeah. I mean, AK usually meets the media on trade deadline day, but he's been yeah. quiet all year. So who knows? So right, we'll yeah. see, we'll see if we hear from him. Um, I hope we do, but nonetheless, keep it tuned in here. You'll hear from us some way, shape or form. You, you right. will hear from us with our thoughts on the action or lack thereof mm-hmm. on the trade deadline. I'm going to go ahead and wrap up today's episode of Believe in Bulls here on the Believe Network, presented by BetOnline.ag. Use that promo code BLEAV, 50% welcome bonus, some really good props and whatnot at BetOnline. And buy our shirt, Jordan Pippen, 98, the last dance, shop.believe.com. CJ, we've got a huge week ahead of us next week. I'm looking forward to it, man. Yeah, I can't wait, man. Uh, it's going to be interesting. Very, very interesting. Everybody, enjoy the weekend. Enjoy the trade rumors. We'll see you back here on Tuesday. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.